Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like I'm constantly reminding myself that we are all carrying around different stressors, big and small. But when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively And naturally, that can start to affect everything else around us, too. Therapy can be a safe place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I know that therapy isn't for everyone, but it definitely has benefited me in the past with learning how to sit with my feelings, set boundaries with people, and I don't know, learn how to function with a little less shame. But if you are thinking of starting therapy and access has been hard for you, maybe BetterHelp is the right fit. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. You can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MakeYourBed today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash MakeYourBed. Good morning, good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. One of the best ways to deal with emotional dysregulation is to learn how to label and identify what those feelings are as they arise. The thing is, language isn't perfect. And even if it were, most of us don't have the appropriate language to identify mixed emotions or feelings. The problem is a lot of us have trouble processing and managing our emotions, and that can affect our well-being and our quality of life. And as much as I talk about how important it is to feel your feelings and learn how to regulate your emotions, if you don't know how to do that process, then it can be easier said than done. And though I've done many episodes talking about how to allow emotions to flow through your body, today, specifically, I want to talk about emotion-focused therapy, or EFT, which can teach awareness, reflection, validation, and self-soothing by improving our personal emotional regulation skills. This involves humanistic and existential psychotherapies, which emphasize an understanding of the human experience and focus on clients rather than the symptoms. So us as individuals, according to the National Library of Medicine, psychological problems, including substance abuse disorders, are viewed as the result of inhibited ability to make authentic, meaningful, and self-directed choices about how to live. So through humanistic and existential therapy, 
Interventions are aimed at increasing client self-awareness and self-understanding. The key words for humanistic therapy are acceptance and growth, but the major themes of existential therapy are client responsibility and freedom. Both approaches share a belief that people have the capacity for self-awareness and choice. However, both schools come to this belief through different theories. The humanistic perspective views human nature as basically good, with an inherent potential to maintain healthy, meaningful relationships, and to make choices that are in the interest of oneself and others. The humanistic therapist focuses on helping people free themselves from disabling assumptions and attitudes so that they can live fuller lives. Basically, there's an emphasis on growth and self-actualization rather than alleviating disorders or curing diseases. This perspective targets present conscious processes rather than unconscious processes and past causes. But like the existential approach, it holds that people have an inherent capacity for responsible self-direction. For the humanistic therapist, not being one's true self is the source of your problems. Whereas an existentialist approach is more interested in helping a client find philosophical meaning in the face of anxiety by choosing to think and act authentically and responsibly. According to existential therapy, the central problems that we face as humans are embedded in anxiety over loneliness, isolation, despair, and ultimately death. Creativity, love, authenticity, and free will are recognized as potential avenues towards transformation, which enable us to live meaningful lives in the face of this uncertainty and suffering. Everyone suffers losses. People will die. Relationships will end. Things will change. And it is natural that that will cause anxiety, because that reminds us that we have limitations, Life has limitations, and no matter what or who you are, there's no escaping death, which can give us an existential kind of dread. That said, it's important to remember that the human influence is also shaped by our biology, our culture, our current society, and luck. Existential therapy kind of assumes the belief that people's problems come from not making enough choices or judgments well enough to forge meaning in your life, and that the individual is responsible for making meaning out of life. That said, we can never deny that outside forces can contribute to the individual's limited ability to exercise choice and live a meaningful life. But I like talking about this type of therapy because the confrontation of negative internal forces is an important process that I think every human should have to confront at some point in their life. And maybe it's just because I'm an overthinker, but feeling existential dread does not have to be synonymous with a sad outlook on life, and in fact can be really inspiring, as long as we're willing to be curious about the different meanings it might have or hold for us. Point is, recognizing if what you're really feeling is a fear of change, or a fear of death, or a fear of failure, or a fear of alienation from your community or if it's just a general spiritual emptiness, can help you to penetrate these deeper level issues and figure out what's really going on and why you happen to be treating your symptoms in ways that are ultimately not helpful at all. 
but by slowly implementing a sense of self-respect and self-motivation through self-reflection, you are able to recognize your humanness and recognize that your responses to that humanness are not your fault. And if you really want to address these underlying factors, you got to be able to confront what they are. But we can't do that unless we learn how to identify it by first reflecting, getting curious and understanding in a more empathetic and compassionate way, and then finding the language for it so we can communicate that. And then finding your own grounding treatment processes that align with your current needs in this current context, given the current time. The emphasis should be on your lived experience and a sense of authenticity about what really works for you. And like I've said before, what works for you today might not work for you tomorrow. What worked for you yesterday might not work today. It is all about becoming flexible but learning how to be more perceptive about our changing feelings and sensitivities and recognizing them in the moment so that we don't get caught up in the wrong type of treatment that has us spinning our wheels and feeling lesser than. So whether you're having a massive existential crisis or a very mundane human experiential one, both can be addressed by recentering yourself, learning how to become self-aware without becoming self-conscious. And that is a difficult practice, but it's definitely not impossible. So keep working towards what feels good in a way that actually pushes you towards more of that self-awareness rather than the disconnection that a lot of the coping mechanisms I tend towards tend to do. Anyway, I love you so much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and a fantastic weekend. And I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye, cutie. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.